<laughs> yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> Quit. Right. Everybody lock hands. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Whatever Podcast. I'm joined today with Connor. <laughs> hey, what's, how's it going? How's it going, everyone? <laughs> and with a with a surprise this week, we have Austin. Hey, how's it going, guys? Oh, oh, wait, where's where's Chris? Did you? <gasps> Austin killed Chris. Oh. I couldn't. I, I wanted to take a spot, guys. Wow. I knew you guys a... wouldn't just let me. Yeah. <laughs> we had yeah. to arrange a uh, fight to the death. We had. We have number one fans <laughs> for the wrong reasons right now. You know. <laughs> number one. Number one fans taking it a little, little too far, a little too uh, across the line. Um, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, time for the show, I guess. Right. Yep. Well, this week we are talking about tabletop games in wait, light of wait. the uh, what? Yeah, tabletop games. Real quick, I have housekeeping. We can't we can't uh, hop into it real quick. Well, all right. Well, just it's let me finish what I was gonna say. Okay, oh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> well, in light of uh, the holiday season, it's a lot of time where family gets together and plays board games. But uh, with us, we do board games throughout the entire year. Plus, doing it with our family over the uh, over the holiday season. But Connor, go ahead with your housekeeping. Yeah, uh, it's nothing too crazy. <clears throat> Welcome to our 50th episode. Um, Ooh. Yeah, the big 5-0. The big 5-0. Um, in the end of season two. Oh. Um, but we are going to take a break after this show. Um, and we're going to go on break for a few weeks. Now, we're only going to go on break for enough weeks to get us through the holidays because things are getting increasingly bigger. Um, but if I if, if things work out, if the schedules work out, I think we're going to try to do like a holiday episode. So, yeah, if um, if we lie to you and there's another episode that comes out, um, it's, it's just a holiday, a little fun little holiday episode. I don't know if we're still going to do Flash Fridays. I haven't decided. I'm, yeah. I'm honestly not the one who does that show. So it's, it's up <laughs> we'll to you probably guys. We'll do one, but we'll figure it out yeah throughout the holidays but yeah we're not going to have our full hour shows for at least the end of december going into the first Start week of january. of january yeah yeah just because need some time spend with family <clears throat> kind of uh gather ourselves and go to all the busy holiday stuff i'll be in mexico for christmas so yeah I'm not, even, I'm not even gonna be Damn. here yeah we're taking a taking a cruise baby hitting the ocean oh, hitting nice. the water <laughs> water gotta play frisbees with dolphins in the water you know man <laughs> we're gonna turn australian place. now yeah <laughs> what day is it tomorrow's tuesday yeah <laughs> we can still make fun of australian people right <laughs> i don't i'm not too sure where, where did they come from you know what's i'm pretty sure like didn't didn't people from australia come from like new zealand or something I don't know. Or like like there, a mix. Isn't a mix Australia of, uh, just a part of uh, like England? No, yeah, I thought that's where basically. like the, the UK dropped off their prisoners. Like. Well, I mean, yes, yes, yes. But I'm pretty sure like like Australian culture is close to that of New Zealand. Like I think there's a fair amount of people from New Zealand there as well. Because um, like I don't know if you, don't how much you guys. Us. Well, New Zealand, <laughs> New Zealand is pretty, pretty, uh, pretty UK. You know, like pretty uk for not being in the uk kind of thing 
Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think. Yeah, I think they're all no. heavily influenced by the UK, though. So. Well, you know, the sun never everything. The sun never sets on the uh, on the British Empire. Not us. <laughs> USA, USA. Yeah, but I'm I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Australia was just a prison for a while. The the desert prison. Well, I guess we can still make fun of them. I I'm, I don't know, honestly. I mean, Ew, this guy is, Well, okay, that's probably <laughs> yeah. that's probably profiling. lizards and kangaroos. <laughs> yeah, you're you're profiling pretty hard at this point, but you know we'll go ahead and skip by it. Um, Let's move along. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to talk about that. But anyways, um, tabletop games. That's all. That's all I had. Keep going. <laughs> Well, after that mess, it's kind of... Let's clean it so, up. Get the so one thing that I really wanted to just mention off the bat is just to like see your guys' initial reactions. Do you remember all... <laughs> you remember that like two-week-long uh, uh, game of Monopoly we played at Connor's oh. house? <laughs> <sighs> it was like... It was like, all right, what day is it? It's Wednesday. It's five o'clock in the afternoon. Preston should be wrapping up basketball practice here momentarily. <laughs> as soon as he's done, he'll go home. He'll take a shower. Austin, you will leave to go eat dinner with your parents and come back. And at that point, <laughs> we'll I will be, be walking together. Yeah. At that point, you will you will deliver the tall man to me, and I will and I will make him trample all over my boardwalk and. Uh, <laughs> What a what are them like? That's probably the most competitive week we have ever had, ever, ever. Hey man, we almost we lost friendships. What was the outcome? <laughs> Do you guys remember the outcome? Yes, I uh, I believe we called it a draw with me and you, Austin, because we screwed yeah. over Connor. <laughs> oh no, 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 oh no, my no, gosh! No, what? no, 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 no. What no, happened? What happened, no, Connor? No, you didn't screw me over. No, you called it a draw between the two of you. Because I screwed the both of you over so hard, it was hard for you to stay in the game. And we cut Preston some slack just so he could stay in the game. Because it was like it was like middle I don't know of the, if I remember was, it like that. Yeah, it was it was like the middle of the second week and, and and you were like hanging on for dear life and we took it easy on you, dog. We took it so easy on you. But I, I think I'm quick gaslighting certain, me, Connor. No, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty sure Austin came out the winner. Though I don't know, I, I'm not. Yeah, I would. Say, I don't remember winning, so I mean, Austin I mean, probably won. I don't know. I mean, I love Monopoly. Like I remember in college, I looked up like the meta. <laughs> there is a meta to Monopoly. I go on. I can imagine the orange pieces. Hold on. Check this out. This is how uh, <laughs> into Monopoly I am now. He's got to get his board out, and we're gonna go over this ah, together. Check this thing out. Oh wow! Oh, it's legit. That's yeah, that wood. Solid. Oh. oh dang! I got a copy of the Disney villains Monopoly. <laughs> uh, I got Marvel Avengers in the other room. Hell yeah, man! Give it to me, Austin. <laughs> we had uh, <laughs> my collection. Oh damn! Got that Bob. What are the pieces? I don't know. I'm not gonna open it. Different. Well, does it show on the back? <laughs> it's does it show on the back? It's different Let's pieces see. of uh, Bob Ross. I hope there's a happy oh, little says, tree. <laughs> it's a pine tree. We got ourselves oh. a pine tree. Very we nice. got ourselves a canvas. We got ourselves an owl for some reason. Did he paint with owls? I don't know. Owls, oh. squirrels, a picket fence, and a portable pallet. I need... Well, I know that he used to take in nature and like you know yeah. nurse them back to health. I know he had squirrels. The entire the entire continent of Australia is a piece as well. 
yeah, but <laughs> it's bigger than the fucking board, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, All joking aside, uh, I love Monopoly. I love it so much. I have a, a couple copies of Monopoly. A few of them are at home. I only have my Disney villains one here. And Cora won't play with me because her brother was dyslexic and didn't know how to count money. Um, so... <laughs> I don't know if he's actually dyslexic, but that's just kind of like how she explained it to me in a funny way. So mm. she she doesn't play with me, and I oftentimes will uh, well not I haven't done it in quite a while, but I I have a Hasbro a Hasbro Switch game, right? And so I I just sit and I play uh I play Monopoly. Nice on my Switch. I don't know if I could play Monopoly by myself, but. Well, is it multiplayer? I, I, I get well, yeah, it is, but I get bored and I just stop and I just. Like yeah, I got oh Monopoly for twenty minutes. I'm like, I don't know. I feel you on that. Monopoly is such a like a it's a time sink. You gotta yeah. dedicate some hours to that. I mean, yeah, we we did play for two weeks. No, we yeah. <laughs> I I think um I think what we need to do is like get really vibey. You know what I mean? Like really really uh, cozy. <laughs> and get a couple of like adult beverages out and like <laughs> and like show up and like Preston's got the board under his arm and we all we all brought our own game piece and, uh, <laughs> from our own personal Make games. Our own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so we do, we just show up and we like we play. And then the next time we look at the clock it's like four days from then and we're like oh my god. <laughs> we're all just disheveled oh, no. sweat stains. Yeah. yeah. I, we just I, look at each other for the first time with just bloodshot eyes, just I haven't slept in days. Preston has I gotta get more walk. Uh, Preston has turned into a lion. Um, I have turned into the Buddha statue, and uh, Austin, <laughs> you turned into a, a gnome. Honestly, you turned into a gnome. I just turned into a garden gnome. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so, and then like, like, let's say like, Cora, Cheyenne, and Jin end up walking in to a, a, a the Buddha statue, <laughs> the statue of the lion, and then a and then a garden gnome. All playing. They're like, monopoly. oh, we know exactly who these are. Yeah, I was gonna say, Jin knows. Yeah, we have we have to we have to find true love and break the curse now and turn these guys back to human. And then, and then, what's really sad is we come back immediately because they find true love with the idea that we're never coming back. <laughs> That'd be a funny screenplay of just like someone playing Monopoly, but you can't. But like with monopoly like this particular game you can't finish or like you can't stop until the game is finished and we decide that we're done <laughs> we try oh, to finish then... it and it turns us into that <laughs> just well, a think, poof real quick <laughs> i think it would be hilarious if oh you know what i don't know if i should i've been kind of paranoid because i'm always like you know who listens to this show right so if i say too many good ideas on the show there's a chance that i could wake <laughs> up one day and all my good ideas are gone and other people stole have them, them. yeah I stole them but I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this one anyways because it'd probably be a pretty shitty adam sandler movie so <laughs> let's uh i'll paint I'll, I'll bob ross paint the picture for you um close your eyes everyone close your eyes there's a black screen <laughs> the black screen you hear a golf ball hit and then nice is heard the happy madison intro has just played and the now white screen from the happy madison intro fades up to adam sandler watering his yard 
I know, weird. Watering his yard. It's comedy. Is it wait? Is it like a is it like a hose or is this like a? It's a hose. It's a hose. And it's it's just, a hose. Okay. It's a straight. It's a straight. Just literal hose of water. It, there's no. <laughs> there's no spray attachment. There's nothing. <laughs> oh, it's just just. Kind of like haphazardly, yeah. like just you're, you're wondering. Out. You're actually you're wondering where the water's going and how how can this be good for his grass? <laughs> so, so now now I want you to uh, pull out. I mean, zoom out. I I mean, like the like the camera motion is pull out, but like mm-hmm. v- visually, you know, I'm asking you to close your eyes and imagine pulling out Adam Sandler on the screen. <laughs> it, 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 it sounds like it's doing the impossible. It, it sounds like <laughs> yeah. It sounds like uh, it sounds like it was a a Saturday evening spent on Netflix, and uh, you know, are you still watching now? Kind of situation. But uh, zoom out, and it just keeps zooming further and further and further until you see that he was actually just a really shitty intro title card to a much larger now board game. And so you think that he was watering his yard in a little suburbia paradise, perfect green grass, a little house. He's got a grill and stuff, and it zooms out, and it's the game of life. And so, Ooh. and so we go into it with him and his various buddies that were available to shoot the movie at the time. Um, <laughs> they start kind of like how we make movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They start a game of life, and we get like real Jumanji-ish with this, you know. So um, they quit, however, the game of life, and they only made it so far. Now, Adam Sandler is obviously in the lead because he lives in a suburban paradise, right? He's content. He's happy. Um, but then you get all the way down to his Kevin James co-star who has hit absolute rock bottom. Either him or David Spade. I, I actually, I take that back. I'm going with David Spade. David Spade has now hit absolute rock bottom. And they think that the only way to switch their lives around to make them truly happy is if they finish the game of life. Boom. Movie. Done. On, a, on another note, have you guys ever actually played the game of life? Because I got it out and looked at it and yes. was like, you know, this is an interesting thing. I might spin the wheel and then I'm going to put it back in its box. Isn't the whole game just RNG? Like, I don't think there's Pretty much. any thought to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's not. Like, what were you supposed to determine life based off of a pinwheel? Like, Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Isn't that what we all are? Yeah. Spinning the pinwheel of life? Sometimes you get tens, sometimes you get ones, but most of the time you get somewhere in between. Yeah, it's usually one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> unless you're Connor, <laughs> then you're spinning a wheel with ones on you're, it. You're consistently getting <laughs> getting uh, critical failures. Always rolling twos on a twelve-sided dice. <laughs> critical failures, <laughs> which brings us into a game that I would like to bring up to you fellas, um, which we have all played. So press and don't see you've never played it with us because we did play Pathfinder. Um, dungeons yes. and we were dragons. just talking about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. wait, but not, not with me. Here. Oh, I we cut it off no. before yeah. we we got oh. on here. Yeah, we were just like real, real quick, and bit. then I said, wait, we we can't be talking about this. We're gonna <laughs> save this. Pathfinder, hello friends, mm-hmm. welcome to the part of the show where I derail us into a. Uh, I've already I've already <laughs> derailed us once. I'll derail us into the world of Dungeons and Dragons, coming from two dms and a guy that played pathfinder once and i don't know <laughs> i personally don't know if you've played anything else like any other games in, in college maybe with some of your buddies nope. but okay no. no i was uh it was all Oh, in college oh 
Yeah, card games. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. I have a lot about that. Um, so, yeah, Dungeons & Dragons. Preston, since you're the least familiar with Dungeons & Dragons, you're like, what, when you think about Dungeons & Dragons, what is, like, the one thing that comes to mind? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty well versed in the goings on of D and D. Um, one of the most interesting things to me is uh, map making and uh, story like story uh, creation. Yeah, map making the worst part of D and D for me, to be quite honest. Because <laughs> I, like, I, I can I can sit down like I, I'll sit down and it's like okay, I am going to write a fantastic story. It's it's gonna be emotional it, it's gripping you know it's the whole thing um and then i get to like where i actually have to create the content for it all and i, I just i'm just like god damn like it's a good story but i don't want to have to create everything and i think that's because like for me personally i like putting effort into creating the story and creating the materials but when it comes to like making maps which is like just a visual you know it's like it's not it's not the most used thing in the game if you're playing it traditionally like there are there are combat maps and those are fine but like legitimate maps i just don't find any pleasure in doing that which is why i've moved my game to moving away from maps unless it's in combat because of this whole sense of like immersion i guess Preston. so to put it in perspective for you i used maps all the time mm -hmm. for moving around and <clears throat> you'd have to move your game piece according to what you were doing but i found that causes a lot of issues and so i moved away and just did combat maps which is fantastic because now i focus way more time on the the dialogue written between two characters the voices that i do the stories that i make the encounters and less mm -hmm. time on slaving away on a map maker. And I'll be honest, there's not a good D&D map maker out there. They're all trash. Some of them have some really good resources, but they lack any sophisticated software development. Um, they just, they, they're like web browser softwares, and so they work like shit in the first place. And so it's just, it's a task. But coming from an artist, I understand. <laughs> I understand. Do you have do you do you like see any appeal in in DMing, Preston? Because Austin just took up DMing, and it, I, I think he loves it. Oh uh, yeah, I'd love I'd love to uh, write out like a campaign or something. I don't know. I uh, definitely love to hang out and uh, check out uh, one of your guys' sessions, and maybe take some pointers from you guys, and maybe I can start working on something to you know give you guys a break at some point you I know what say, I'm saying? <clears throat> oh yeah for sure yeah so like um D every D time I, like so <laughs> i know you guys uh do it online because like obviously that's way easier than bringing everyone together but oh yeah <laughs> whenever whenever i think of playing like D, &D what i want to do is like get everyone together and like uh like a cloak or something we all uh, get to yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like a cult. And like i spent like months like making uh like foam art like like things like making like taverns and like, <laughs> like yeah doing like all these like arts and crafts stuff to like make it an event <laughs> yeah i mean that's how that's how we treated um oh my gosh like we would do one in-person session a month and we're gonna get back into that coming up after the holidays we're and i'm so excited but dude 
we uh, <laughs> we would do one in person session a month. And that's where we went all out. We would go to the game shop. Austin would usually come over the night before, and we yeah. would hang out. <laughs> Ross Ross would cook, and I and I'd be like Austin, man, we gotta go to the game store in the morning, dude. We gotta go to the game store. We gotta get dude, pieces. We would have we would have the whole thing set up downstairs in the basement, you know, like how D and D is supposed mm-hmm. to be played. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> and we everything would be laid out. We got like all kinds of different miniatures, like they're all laid out and sorted and everything, like. Oh. The prep work is just as fun, like as the game oh, yeah. itself. <laughs> you're just like we're very excited for everyone to see all the work you put oh, yeah. into it. I'll oh, I'll yeah. show you. Um, <clears throat> I'll show you a picture. Where where the hell's the? Yeah, I'll I'll send a picture. Uh, and this is the very first in person session that we had. <clears throat> and what's what's phenomenal about <laughs> this 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 week and the week before they were two of the two of the best sessions I've ever ran in my entire life because in the week in the the, the session that I ran before this in person session was like a big build up right and so like a lot of things have ha- had happened um, and actually I think this might have been like a couple weeks before our in person but Preston there was an NPC that I created and I didn't have like any kind of like, I was like, ah, you know, he's whatever. He's just a guy who drives a ship. Mm -hmm. Well, he gets them all the way to where they need to go. Like they Uh have, they, I mean, (laughs) like they have, uh, gone the distance, like Hercules gone the distance with this guy. And there was a character who was incredibly greedy. His, he was just like too greedy of a character. He was awful. He, his morale was not good. He wasn't any, the guy said he wasn't a fun character to play and he glad he stopped playing him because he was like the worst character. He wasn't having fun. No one else was like really super engaged with his character because he was just always such a dick. And so I thought it would be funny if I did something terrible, but like it's his decision. And I didn't do that, like, like this was totally his decision. And it would have been a fantastic weapon to have. But they get all the way to this place and where they need to go. And he gets off the ship, and everyone's, like, doing their thing. They go through all this big, like, story setup and stuff like that. And then, so they, they come back to, um, they come back to the ship, and the, this guy has looted a sword that's cursed. And what the sword does is it tells him who to kill and that must take a life or he must sacrifice his own to the sword um and he gets on the ship and the sword tells him that it needs to take the life of the captain of the ship and the captain this is just as the captain's coming out and he's like how is everything how to go like was it good was it great would you find and at that point the character was like i can't do this and so he had made the decision to kill himself and throw himself into the ocean with the sword inside of his body so he could sink to the bottom and the sword would be gone forever. And Marlo was crying <laughs> during that <laughs> session. Here's I would the thing. Too, if I was that invested. <laughs> he acted really well. <laughs> you were very Hold on stoned. Hold on a second. <laughs> the acting was amazing. I may have or may or may not have cried. Uh, <laughs> but here's the thing. I want to cry when I play D&D. Like yeah. I I want to feel something. So makes it special. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's that uh, it's that connection of like, oh, I can be goofy with my friends, you know. I can I can be someone else, but with my friends instead, it's fun. Yeah, Role I'd play. love to Ugh. love to get into it. 
it's uh it's good we have we have a big group right now but i'm thinking about starting a second game that plays every now and then just with like a different group of people like a small a much smaller group of people and so i will be VIPs. looking for players well it's <laughs> it's more for i have a list of people that i know want to play but i've never got the opportunity and so i think i might gotcha. like make a game for for those people um but yeah Preston. uh well i mean i mean D marlo <clears throat> feel like you're a guest i, I gotta ask you some questions so yeah, what's up? explain the transition uh, from player to dm like explain what that's like like going from the player perspective uh, and, and maybe talk a little bit about the what you love about the player perspective of playing dnd so uh you want to start with the player perspective okay well with the player perspective it's just like uh you get really attached to this character because you know you are them um and you want to like, you know, what's the word? You put so much time and effort into like backstory, and like getting all your stats together, figuring out a voice. Uh, can't tell you how many times Jen caught me in the shower talking to myself <laughs> as my character. And some, and some, I can see it. I can see it. Like he, uh, he has, he has a character called Kogaron, and he's, mm. uh, he just, oh, I talk like this. And so imagine like Kogaron opening up the door and like in the shower he goes, mm, oh, oh, hello. <laughs> Oh, Jin! <laughs> Kogron is just practicing. <laughs> well, and, and I think that that's hilarious because, like, I've been I've been DMing for a long time now, and so I've done mainly voices just by myself in my bedroom. I didn't care if Garrett heard me. And then, like, when Core and I moved into in together, I, I, I told her, I said, "Hey, look, first session tonight, you're gonna hear some wacky fucking shit come from this bedroom." <laughs> I'm okay. Do not open the door. <laughs> Ignore it. Keep going. <laughs> if you need anything, text me. I, I will not. I, I will honestly. What do, you, what do you want here? Get out of here. Um, what are you doing in my tavern? <laughs> uh, do you want a drink? <laughs> I got plenty of specials. Like silly, silly, silly stuff. But I enjoy it. It's fun. Like it gives me a chance to just be silly. Um, Marlo. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be so I think you're a creative guy, right? But I think mm-hmm. like the one person who have us topped creativity like create creatively wise, I don't know what what word I'm trying to say. Preston has like years of art experience and stuff like that and like really knows the visual and so I feel like he really gets the immersion. And so mm-hmm. <clears throat> when you when you're creating the world that you want your players to like I know I kind of created it for you. Uh, we we have a very special situation going on. Yeah, I kind of just piggybacked <laughs> off of his campaign. But but <laughs> you're okay. still you're still like still the, learning. The only yeah, no, yeah. well the only thing the only thing that you took was the uh, world map. I have a world map. It's got continents mm-hmm. and stuff. And there was a there was a few islands that I wasn't using. And I told him he could use those. I said if you want to tie it into our campaign, go for it. Like it'll be fun. But yeah, so I threw a whole bunch of goblins on those islands and had fun with it. <laughs> met it so. <laughs> Meta- metaphorically speaking goblin island it's, uh, <laughs> it's actually it's actually called an island i'm not gonna say on on the show um <clears throat> but uh so if you like metaphorically building the world that has all of this lore and history and creating these background stories it's, talk a little bit of like like how that how that worked for you because i know how it works for me but i'm, I'm interested to know how it works for other people because you know Preston I'm sure starts with the visual aspect of things and then um and then moves from there and builds this whole story around the visual aspect when I build a story around an idea that I think would be cool 
um, and then I go from oh there, and then I do the visual aspect. So yeah. So like, like my process for like what I when I write or yeah yeah like, like yeah. What yeah. is your first whenever you're thinking of a campaign and starting uh like trying to get the world together? What is your first initial thoughts and what is the process you're going to take when creating this? Um. So generally, what I like to do is I like to go online, um, on like Reddit or something, and mm -hmm. I'll just like see what a lot of people are like writing about and you know read up. And then yeah. I kind of like form like a baby idea. And then like I'll write down these baby ideas in my notes on my phone or whatever. And then I'll eventually come up with like a full idea on what I want to do. Um, mm. So like I like to steal ideas um, and then make them my own. Yeah, that's uh, the uh, most well known <laughs> and uh, Look at where truest, got Kanye uh, West. form of art. Yeah. <laughs> but like you're not a real yeah, artist so, if you don't steal <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's what I, I just like try to you know i read a whole bunch and then like what the next thing i do is i try to find maps and then um i tweak them to make them work for me the best i can and then i don't know it's just i try to like come up with ideas that'll like be fun for the characters to kind of like rp with like mm -hmm. right now we're fighting a whole bunch of frogmen and <laughs> Like they like I make them like whenever they die like they they literally go Ree! like <laughs> Ree! There's, there's that, and, and I, I gotta I gotta say Preston in Austin's campaign I played a lot of characters and I've had fun with a lot of characters but I have never had as much fun with the characters I currently am having because everyone else decided to write their character stories and how they play into it based off of mine by like accident you know so like i didn't know like a lot of like so we're all goblins right we're yeah, all goblins. Gobl hobgoblins hobgoblins too but Hob goblins. hobgoblins as well but goblins and um look at a you know like a gangster accent kind of thing you know, italian mom and my name is the tony dirt i'm a i'm a goblin and uh, I, sp I speak like this through the whole game like uh, Command my little goblins around. It's that so guy. fun hearing him talk like that and then imagining this three foot tall goblin. Ratty ass looking he, goblin. Which, <laughs> yeah, you use the the one of the orcs from yeah, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the like Rings. He's the one, he, one. Yeah, he goes, ah, yeah, speech back on the menu, boys. Like yeah. And I just always put a suit on him. Like Dude, that's I how I imagine your character. Into my voice to doing these every week. <laughs> I, I went like I have all the recordings. I stopped posting them because they were they would like i i only stopped i have all of them but the only reason i stopped is because it would take 12 hours for one episode to, to upload and it was like two three sometimes four hours so yeah i i just i i just stopped for a while but i've got them all archived and what i want someone to do at some point is to go it'd through. be great to just kind of cut them up a little bit yes. or maybe, highlights yeah exactly exactly because like, if we cut out maybe whenever we can actually like uh make this into something bigger we can hire people to do the stuff we don't want to do like that yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we, can do, we can do uncut stuff and then and then yeah have that kind of have that uh that edited stuff but i was thinking like flash animation kind of thing mm -hmm. oh my god yeah i would and have so, so much fun doing that <laughs> and so we, we voice act it we like write out the scenarios of like what's going on um what would be cool is uh like let's say you guys finish up with a campaign and like throughout the campaign you just kind of mark down or like at least record all of it and we can like go through the highlights and kind of make like a short either like 10 15 minute video that encompasses the whole 
uh, playthrough <laughs> yeah. in like an animated version. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, like that's not they they did that for um, which D and D series was it? Um, that they oh uh it was a Rooster Teeth one where they mm. they actually turned it into an entire animation. Um, maybe it wasn't Rooster Teeth, but they actually uh it, I don't think it was actually it was a bunch of comedians. And they have a D&D game that is actually animated. The entire thing. I think I know. I know. Oh, I think I know you're talking uh, about, too. Yeah. It's like a whole ass TV set. Like, it's a whole thing. Yeah. I I know what you're talking about, but I can't get it out of my, off my tongue. I'll have to to figure it out. Um, Mm -hmm. I would love something like that. You know? And and these other other characters, I have a nephew um, who's like... Like under my wing, you know, like a Chrissy type of person. I show him around, <laughs> and tell him what to do, what not to do. That kind gum of thing. sack. Yeah, gum, <laughs> gum, gum sack is his name. They call me, they call me gum dirt. Sack. Yeah, there's yeah. dirt and gum sack, and then there's Doctor Froglurk the Eighth, and he's he's kind of like my, he's kind of like my mob, like my mafia doctor. Um, he kind of looks out for me and my health. Um, and he has a frog <laughs> on top of his head, and he's like, "Oh, hello there!" And like picks the frog <laughs> up. And, um, I, I think I already figured out my character. If we ever get to do a D and D with me, do massive frog. I'm gonna be no. I'm gonna be a witty and like uh, asshole bard. <laughs> I think Ooh. I think like my next character would be. Have you guys seen like the dude in SpongeBob? The dude. The dude. Yeah, well, it's not like the dude because that's like the big lebowski but like it, it was played okay it, the the specific tv special was called spongebob and the big one and he goes to surf and like oh yeah go, matthew mcconaughey type <laughs> yeah but do you know who voiced that i thought it was matthew mcconaughey no johnny <laughs> depp really yeah so johnny oh. depp johnny depp voice voice this like hey it's me i'm a surfer and i'm cool oh and i'm ripped yeah. And I've got a chisel face. Yeah, yeah. He's, 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 he's <laughs> I remember it now. I remember yeah. it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, him, him. <laughs> yeah. I love it. It looks like we're going to have to fight. <laughs> Dude, There's... you could be a fighter bard. That'd be dope as hell. <laughs> Take my guitar. I every single time I use a guitar, I like I have like a thousand guitars and like a like carrying with us and like a wagon behind me. And every time I hit <laughs> someone, it breaks. <laughs> you have to grab a new guitar. <laughs> and I have to roll to make sure I can grab it. Yeah. <laughs> so I hope you guys don't mind if I pivot the conversation a little bit. So we have talked about free range tabletop, right? We've talked about some mm-hmm. like traditional tabletop, like monopoly in life. And then we now have talked about the uh, role-playing tabletop where it has <clears throat> guidelines, but no rules and no story. Mm-hmm. You all, you do it yourself. So I want to gradually make our way into games that are more, that have the path beaten for us. And so I wanted to start, with um just getting your opinions on a game real quick before we move into things like card games and stuff like that mm-hmm. there's a game uh, there's a company called warhammer and mm. as i'm sure you all have known oh yes warhammer it's expensive <laughs> um it's a lot yeah. um you got to build the models so you got to make an army and you have to yeah 
basically outfit an entire army. You create an army. So while you have freedom over how the models look and how the environment looks and how the story is and how it plays out, ultimately you are given a stricter rule set for combat, movement, stuff like that. And it's not as free range as saying like, oh, like my army's from this place. Like it's an established world and you're not supposed to Mm -hmm. break away from that. Have you guys ever like seen anything Warhammer other than like Blood Bowl? I saw Blood it in, college. in uh, college. Well, I played a lot of Blood Bowl, oh, but like I saw yeah. some people uh, in like the study areas. They'd always set up like little battlegrounds with like oh yeah toilet paper rolls and <laughs> yeah. Windex. <laughs> the cheap man's oh, yeah. Warhammer. <laughs> There's like a monster. This guy's actively drinking it and then putting it back. He's like, all right, <laughs> it, it's, all it's right, empty. Hey, hey, Duncan, let's. <laughs> Hold off here. Tristan's got a roll. <laughs> Duncan I, uh... and Tristan are playing Warhammer in the fucking study lounge. You want to go play? Nah, man. I'm going to hang out with Zach and play Pokemon. Oh, man. We're going to get stoned and play Pokemon all night. I'm going to take, take my Imperial Guards down. I'll, I'll talk to you later. Don't talk to me for like four hours because that's about how long the game takes. Um, so... Do you know how much it is to actually start a uh, an army? I think it was last time I looked, it was like two hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, you're for like right, every, everything like nice. Dang, um, <laughs> is that unpainted? Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> but then you have to Damn. buy the paint. You have to buy the paint, which is honest to god, probably another two hundred two hundred bucks. But there is uh, other companies that do make. Uh, like off-brand stuff you could probably get for a little cheaper but it's not that much different. but but the off-brand stuff though it's not off-brand it's like it's still really nice yeah it's, it's just like not it's 3d cheap. printed yeah. higher detail different material models and so they yeah. get away they get away with charging that much because they have a higher de- they have like higher detail and, and improved models um so you could probably just buy a 3d printer at that point and just make all your own <laughs> like download a download yeah. a uh, file for to put on your computer and there have is, it print uh, all out there is a company there's a company that sell those that sells those models but the issue with that is the constant cost of materials so plastics and things like that yeah everywhere you look it's spending money yeah oh yeah either way it's either way but um well, at least with the 3d printer you know I think you got- maybe in our 30s we'll have enough disposable income where we can just all go and on it or something in every helm like they'll yeah. just be like a normal printer yeah they're like printer why do you buy anything anymore you just have a 3d <laughs> I printer just print everything are you, are you talking about what, print uber like a, i printed my burger econ- e-commerce is just going to be nfts and downloads for how to make these things <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I have a download on how to make a piece of pizza. Would you like it? No, I have an <laughs> NFT that if you zoom in close enough, it just gives the instructions to you. Um, <laughs> oh, man, I forgot to get my uh, pizza strings tonight. <laughs> Time to deliver a pizza ball. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, so now I would like to pivot you deeper into the world of rules. Welcome, my friends, to the world of Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, and Magic. <sighs> yeah, Pokemon's you... the only one I know about. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I haven't played the other ones. Perfect. The only one that I know about is Magic. Give me one moment. Magic and Yu-Gi-Oh. That's all I did in college. <laughs> 
my, I learned uh, how to play Pokemon just a couple of years ago. Like I think this is my at the beginning of COVID. Favorite deck is the Noble Knights. Ooh. All holographed, all with the sleeves, same. Damn. Time to deliver a pizza. Paid like two hundred bucks for this when it first came out. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that was my entire two weeks paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> This here is that your Magic the Gathering? Uh, yes, this is my main Magic the Gathering deck. Um, it is a red aggro deck. I've got the skins on the cards. I've got all my cards. <laughs> yes. Um, and it has it has actually some of the most exp yeah Chandra. It's a Chandra deck. Uh, it's fantastic. It's a Flame Fury deck. That's a a foil to anyone um, who was uh, thinking about getting into you, you Noble Knights is not a great deck to run anymore. <laughs> Oof. Also, used to be OG, but now uh, yeah, gets stomped pretty hard by two well, specific decks that everyone runs now. Well, so. isn't there like a lot of creep, like power creep in those games? Like mm -hmm. I know Pokemon's got a bad, like you, the guards become obsolete whenever the new sets come out. Yeah, like, well, it's impossible uh, to keep up with. Sort of, yeah. actually, it's yeah. It's yes. not too bad, but uh, it can get annoying sometimes when you have to switch out your deck a lot to if, compensate for other if I decks remember, and builds. If I remember correctly, um, Yu-Gi-Oh! wasn't as bad, because I played Yu-Gi-Oh! when I was younger. Mm -hmm. I don't have the cards anymore. I remember Yu-Gi-Oh! not being as bad, but I also wasn't actively buying new cards. I bought um, old and new packs uh, to make sure I had like most of the things that I could get. And while new decks, like while new packs do come out with new cards, there has always been something either existing or that exists with that pack that is going to negate that effect. So it's kind of like the it's kind of like League of Legends, where everything stays the same, but then suddenly the playability and like the um, comp, I guess, of the decks change consistently. Whether, I mean, and honestly, you probably have the cards to negate a lot of that stuff. It's just like you get to a point where new cards come out and your old deck stops winning as much. And then you you stop and you think, okay. It's Magic the Gathering in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why they, they're like, oh, it's an expensive game. It's addicting, dude. It's like opening it's very... CSGO packs. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know all about that. I had to stop. <laughs> I had to stop with it completely after college because mm -hmm. I was just like, I cannot afford this anymore. I, I have a I have a two hundred dollar magic card. Um and I and I I was like I don't even know what to do with this card. I don't even know how to genuinely I don't know how to play this card. So I like capped it in a foil and I just haven't put it in a deck. You guys seen my uh Pokemon cards, so I have, yeah. You have. Yeah. I need to go dig mine up. Pokemon, <laughs> so like I really I really need to just like sell those. <laughs> <laughs> was Pokemon was so was that more of like um I, I have the least amount of experience with Pokemon. Is that more I of a can honestly game? say I've never played a game of Pokemon with anyone. Mm -hmm. I just like collecting oh. cards. <laughs> yeah. Well when we were kids, nobody knew how to actually play. It was no. just like, Oh, my number's bigger. Back, so. when, <laughs> back when we first started playing Yu Gi Oh when we were kids, we thought like the most important thing was the stars on top. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, mine has a bigger star. Isn't that so, for like uh, tribute summoning or like? Uh, I, uh, yeah, I think it's for. Um, it's been so long since I played now. Uh, yeah, it's just for uh, um, like you can't have a certain amount of uh, like the specific amount of uh, stars like leveled uh, like uh, characters on the board at one time. 
So okay, there's a so limit. It limits you out. Yeah, it limits you out at certain ones. So let's here. Let's get out my old uh, normal <laughs> deck. So you can only have a certain amount of like level. Like all of my normal uh, mobile knights all have level four stars. So there can be like uh, like uh, I think it's like five or six played at a time. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, this deck is just like a constant. Like uh, basically, you have to run it as fast as you can getting all the cards you need to mm. get all of the upgrades to like uh, all of these uh, specialty cards for combinations and power up cards uh, such as uh, these. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, basically just a power up deck that you try to go as fast as you can to beat your opponent. Okay. So it's just, it's a speed run. Like... Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> And it felt so good just, like, stomping people out, like, in, like, five minutes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, towards the tail end of uh, our time at uh, VU, there was a new deck. I forget which one it was, but it started just stomping me because there, like, there was, like, three or four guys there every week that would uh, always have, like, the newest, like, runs. Oh, those so, guys. <laughs> so, like, anytime he started coming up now, they were just like, oh, why are we doing this? <laughs> <laughs> they just they always get the new cards <laughs> it's not it's even like, fun uh, anymore <laughs> i gotta Power afford to eat man. this week so <laughs> <laughs> eat or win <sighs> sounds like you're a loser <laughs> <laughs> oh man um i never really played much uh pokemon like in like irl i did it all mm-hmm. like a lot online um, there's like a full blown thing, like official, like through the trading card where, you, you know, you, you can get those codes yeah. in the cards, mm-hmm. which, ah, uh, man, you could buy those codes for like pennies. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I ended up like probably spending like 20 bucks a week to get like, I don't know how many packs, just like a shit ton. Nice. And I was able to end up building a pretty decent deck. Um, but then I stopped after I, um, made this really dope like Lapras deck um it was a g max which they're like the new like mm-hmm. the exes of our time or whatever yeah um and it it like the more water energies i had on it <laughs> the more power it had and then i had a blast choice um that would get water energies and i could put it on any pokemon i want on the field so i would just pump it that's... full of fucking water energies and you couldn't throw Sounds anything like at it <laughs> now i can't even use it anymore because they've come out with new like new packs and everything yeah. and that's always the worst obsolete. about yes. these kind of things it's just like it, it's fun for the moment and then as soon as like it changes again it's just like oh man i gotta it's spend like, all this money again <sighs> that's what sucks about like card games <laughs> like you know with video games like Oh yeah. sweet! They added a new update. Like yeah, you're all on the same. Y'all bought the same thing. You're all on the same even playing field. And then once it's over, everyone's done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It doesn't work with card games. No. You remember? Uh, you remember Chaotic? Vaguely. That um, is an actually a, like a lot of fun to play. Here, let me let me do a quick. Just look it up. Just, yeah, just yeah. look it up. Uh, it's chaotic. It was like red and black, wasn't it? Yeah, it it was a lot of fun to play actually. Oh, I remember the anime. Yeah, it was uh started off as an anime and then oh, uh yeah, it's a re- it's very much magic-esque. Yeah. 
is it like my first magic or yeah it's 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 just really fun it's a it was a fun uh fun game to play i uh don't remember specifically how it was played i'm i'm pretty sure it was more Yu-Gi-Oh-esque, if i remember correctly but Mm -hmm. i had a really good deck (laughs) like it was when i was like younger and i would actually like me and my uh uncle would go to uh uh, like you remember like going to like the bookstore contests where they would have like uh um tournaments going on for like Yu-Gi-Oh, pokemon oh and... cool yeah there was oh, a chaotic yeah, one used to do that stuff yeah. all the time yeah so they had a chaotic one and i had like the best deck you could run at the time mom <laughs> i was like mom would you buy these for me <laughs> i bought two of the two of the most uh two of the most powerful starter decks and uh did like a combination of the two. Ooh. <laughs> swept through pretty easily just destroyed all the kids <laughs> there became a point in time, how old like, were you at the time i think i was like 12 12 or 13 okay. there was a there was a point in time where i was getting my ass handed to me in magic by ross all the time <laughs> like he studied he knew what he was doing he had a he had a deck like coming out of the gates like he, he like custom handpicked ordered individual card type deck like it was rough and so i was just getting my ass like beat every single time like no mercy he'd just pull back and we'd be done in four rounds <laughs> and then one day no foreplay <laughs> no not at all he did, I, he's like do you want to play magic and i'm like oh. <laughs> um, but uh one day in alabama i i so me and my my two other cousins we play all we, we used to play all the time and all of our families went to alabama and i'm sitting there looking out at the beach and i think that's it. I'm going to Walmart right now, and I'm buying a ton of packs. I'm going to open all of them, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to redo. I'm going to redo everything. And I go back inside, and I said, "Aunt Kelly," and she's like, "Yes, hon." And I said, "Are you going to the store anytime soon?" And she said, well, I-, "I was about to go to pick up lunch stuff." And I said, "Perfect. I'll be in the passenger seat." Um, <laughs> went 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 to uh, went to Walmart, and I I got like eighty dollars worth of cards. Like oh, I'm talking damn. big box set, like like the big box sets that walmart just never sold and and i bought i bought three of them and i brought them home in well home it was to an alabama beach house so (laughs) we're like like i'm sitting in the dining room and i'm like eating a turkey sandwich and and like going through these going through these cards and stuff getting mayonnaise all over the cards my fingers were (laughs) disgusting um all my all my uh, all my cards smell like mayo now. Um, but then that night, I I walked in and I said, Ross, would you like to play some magic? And then uh, that's the day I gr- I became a man. That's when I grew up. That's when I realized. <laughs> that's when I realized if I just put any thought at all into my deck. I'll be fine. And ever since then, it got it got to a point where he was like, "I gotta go to the game store." Like we we'd, we'd be, at, oh. I'd, I'd be I'd be at his apartment before we moved in together, and I and I and he would he would just look at me and say, "I'll play, but I have to go and get a few. I gotta get a few packs." And I was like, "Okay, sure, sure." <laughs> and then and then you know we we rolled to a stop after a while and haven't played in a little bit. But oh my gosh, amazing times! It was fun, good stuff. Now all I can think about is just waiting for uh, Christmas money to come in so I can go to <laughs> go buy some Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Get a whole bunch of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. <laughs> yeah, honey, you... where did our savings go? 
<laughs> you're just like just... looking. You're mid flip through just, a book. <laughs> just wait. My uh, my Twitch channel is gonna pop off from me unboxing these. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. I uh, this, so this whole conversation leads me to this little story that I heard this morning. So I took overtime and I was like working early in the morning, and and, and I'm sitting there and this guy calls and it's like ten o'clock and he goes, uh, "Hey man, uh, uh, can you give me a price on this guitar?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure, man." And I got it for him. And he's like. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, give me one minute, man. And he sets the phone down, but he doesn't mute it. He goes, he goes like ten feet over. He goes, uh, uh, "Hey, Martha, uh, can I have the credit card? I gotta buy, gotta buy a guitar. I'm about eighty dollars short in my checking account." And she goes, "I'm not buying you a damn guitar, kid." All that kind of stuff. And after they argued, he goes, "Can I have the credit card, please?" And then I didn't hear anything else. And then he goes, hey, buddy, you there? And I said, yeah, man, I'm here. I'm here. What's up, man? And he goes, uh, uh, my wife gave me the credit card. Uh, yeah. Let's go ahead and get it. <laughs> and, and, then, and then I hear, oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. And then she grabs the phone. She goes, hello. And I'm like, hi. And she goes, this is Carol. Can you send me a picture of the guitar he's getting just so I know exactly <laughs> what it is I'm spending my money on? And I was like, <laughs> Sure. So I sent a picture of his order to her as well. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> fun stuff. Honey, where's our savings? Uh, uh, not <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I'm going to get the investment back, I swear. <laughs> if I just unpack this one card, we're set, dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the rarity of the card? It's like one in four million. How many did you get? Like maybe... A quarter. Oh. <laughs> so, oh, um, I guess like, uh, what are some rounding, just some rounding statements? Okay, I actually have a question that I want us to end off on, um, and I will start with Austin since he's our glorified guest. All right. If you had to create your own board game, silly or serious, what would it be? Give us like a shortened uh, version of your oh, board. Oh man, game. just out of uh, out of the blue. Okay, so what I would like to do. Come on, Connor. Is... Austin's not good under pressure. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think what I would like to do is something um, like Munchkin, um, but there be more emphasis on like a map that could be created. Um, maybe even like make it so it's kind of like people could make their own maps in a way like make it so it's not you know you have to play on my board uh and then like you know like get items and stuff but i'd want it to be goofy i I don't want it to be super strict you know what i mean like i want the rules to be strict but i want the game itself to be goofy Mm -hmm. Um, but i think that that would because we in the past we've made our own munchkin games uh (laughs) and they were fun Uh, (laughs) surprisingly it's a balanced deck yeah, uh, we did pretty. We did pretty good. Uh, it it was a good time, which we might have to show you sometime, Preston. Have you ever played Munchkin before? Mm-mm. Missing out. We'll have to get you in on it. All right. <laughs> For sure. It's like one of our favorite board game or card games that we played. Like we used to go to Kevin Shed all the time, and <laughs> <laughs> we would mix and match all kinds of different decks. Like we were having yeah. like it was a good time. What like. Adventure Time, Marvel. Oh yeah, Adventure Time, Marvel. Well, we didn't have the Rick and Morty. Um, okay. We had Adventure Time, Marvel, Cthulhu, uh, like just a bunch of the standard Did expansions. We base? Yeah, we had base. Yeah. It was all based, bro. It's nice. 
Munchkin's probably one of my favorite card games. Yeah. Like, top five for so sure. Fun. Yeah. Top three actually. Um, Easy. Okay, so like a Munchkin like okay, all right. That's a, that's a good game idea. Preston. Oh man, I don't know. Um, oh come on! I thought you were gonna under, you were you were criticizing Austin for being under pressure. I was just yeah, saying, come don't on, quit man. picking on Austin. <laughs> I was trying to help him. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, uh, I I think I'd have to stick with creating my own type of card game. Something like Magic-esque, but a little bit simpler like Pokemon. Something like in between for casuals. That way, like, yeah, you kind of like... Filthy little casuals. Kind of gets, yeah, <laughs> gets rid of like the kind of like just like the high stakes and just kind of like uh i don't know just like the high kind of like timidness people get when they think of like trying to get into like magic the gathering or even Oh, like because it's pretty daunting oh my gosh (laughs) they're not that i would just like to like because my artistic side i would really like to just design like and create like the characters and create like all of like the like Like and also like if I was able to like create my own card game, it'd be a lot of fun to create. Just like the seasons of cards, that's all I'd really be like interested in doing. For sure, I don't know. I think just um, kind of be like my idea. Okay, so two card games. I think uh, I would make one. um, It's like a board game, right? Mm -hmm. I think a Monopoly, but think of like you are. I'll call it. I'll call it a piece of trash. And you are you all play token white guys, and basically you have to like. There's one side of the board that's personalities. There's one side of the board that's women. There's one side of the board of like shit you get yourself into, and the other side of the board is like weird niche interests. And based off of like your combination of properties that you've picked up, um, determines how 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 piece of trash you are so like one of them is like one, one of them is like you you're dating the emo girl and you got into drinking craft beer but also your your, your favorite your, thing is ipas yeah your, your favorite your favorite thing is ipas and that's great you have a handful of breweries that you go to but you also play bass in a really terrible emo band and uh, gaslight your girlfriend all like like so, you know, <laughs> something something like that. Like you try to create, you you try to like mold yourself into the biggest white guy possible. You know, what if it was just called stereotypes and then like? Oh, that'd be good. <laughs> I think there's a game called Ooh. Stereotypes though. Maybe not we Monopoly stereotypes. Monopoly yeah, it's a good and idea. And then each each you can buy different boards for or like different like uh, sets for like different, different types people. Of people. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Let's stop this conversation before it gets racist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> any, any uh, unintentionally, of course. <laughs> yeah, because I was thinking, what other boards can we have? You know, let's keep moving. <laughs> we'll have to have other people on the board to create those. <laughs> All right, time. Uh, let, let time for the token. Uh, they all start looking over it like. Uh, <laughs> 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 okay all right um that's it for me that i i don't have anything else um we are we are at the top of the hour um so let's let's round it off fellas <laughs> yeah i don't i don't really have much else to say i'd you know love to get into some more D stuff um you know people listening at home it's a great time to start grabbing out the old game boards playing with your family friends indeed it's a good time 
Yeah, absolutely. Good time. Start <laughs> playing them more. Video games aren't the only thing that are fun and addicting. So, mm-hmm. all right. Make your friends uh, inconvenience your friends and make them come over to your house and play board games. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make them feel bad Promise for you. Wine. <laughs> I, I bought some squared Kirby Jack cheese I'm, I made, and ten dollar wine. I made tacos. I got Austin coming now. Uh, I got yeah, beer, so I got Connor coming now. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> We're solid. We you don't have to say tacos, and I'm there. <laughs> there will be times where we occasionally break out into song, and I'm like already at the door. <laughs> Did somebody uh, say break out songs? into song? <laughs> Um, I'm ready to sing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you guys so much uh, for for joining us on this crazy journey that has been season two of the Whatever Podcast. And thank you, Austin, for joining us on quite a yeah, few episodes. Um, it's, you know, it's always always a pleasure. Hopefully I'm sorry more. you don't get to you don't get to listen. <laughs> Though, if I had to guess, you 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 go ahead and you listen to these, right? Like all me, the ones you're in. Me and in. Jen normally listen to these together, like in the car when we drive. But do you uh, like listen? We go somewhere. Do you listen to the ones with yourself? Uh, that's the ones we listen to. Oh, <laughs> we listen to my episodes together, like when we drive yeah. to like home or something. Yeah, and I and I know I know you listen to them at work, so I wasn't sure if like at work you just like listen to yourself talk. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I I generally just wait. <laughs> Um, but I have before. <laughs> I've re-listened to some episodes. Because like, then you could be that. like, "There's me, babe. Yeah. That's me. Hey. <laughs> hey, that's me. That's I me." Was there. Yeah. I know. I, when, when this is big, I was there. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> You'll still don't. be here. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. You remember that part in the podcast where "Don't speak the dark language to me." I was there when it was written. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Thanks, thanks, people. Thanks, guys, fellas, women. Preston's grandmother, Preston's great grandmother, <laughs> nice also lady. listens to the show. I'm not, I'm not joking. I'm being serious because I like every time I see them, they're like, "Oh, we love the show," and I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> thank you." I, I do too, but I, I, I'm the one who makes it. So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our stats went up, uh, like by like 400 percent this year that's awesome and it's great to show what a, a supportive group of listeners and consistency can do for a show so thank you guys so much we really appreciate it and they uh, always say best things come in threes so year three <laughs> coming at you yeah yeah year three year three in season three so okay it, get ready for the next 25 50 100 150 125 episodes to come oh. in the future and have a happy Preston. holidays. Yeah. Hey, real quick, Preston, have you uh, got any more ideas on what the um, the artwork is going to look like? I do. You got anything you want to share, or are you going to nope, keep it? Nope, I do not. Oh, I'm man. It under wraps. It actually, <laughs> I was really wanting to get a little hint. And actually, I'll, 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 I might send. I might do a little hint out before we uh, start actually changing everything. So, dude, you'll get, get an early Patreon access. Going. Get the Patreon yeah. going. Oh, that's, that's true. And actually, guys, I wanted to tell I, you guys something. I really, have shirt really, designs uh, that. I want to start planning on uh, putting up a merch store. So, and, and, and I'll tell you something really special. Like this is never before heard, and I'm really excited to announce 